Thank you so much, Whitney. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Freedom Speak, episode number three. My name is Eric, and that is... Brian. All right. And we are calling this show aptly titled, I believe, uh, especially for the time right now that we're recording it. This show is going to be called Hypocrisy. And um, I guess, let me give the, the time frame of when we are recording this. So this is... Um, Late October, we're about, I think, about nine days from Election Day. Uh, so nine days out from November 3rd, 2020. And there's just so much going on right now as far as if you're um, anywhere near a computer, phone, television, as far as the media cycle is Record going. player. Right. <laughs> A tape player, a tracks. Uh, put it quoting Biden. Oh yes, you put it on your record player. That's right. While we're here looking at our cassette player, <clears throat> it, it's it's overwhelming. I think um, if if you have any access to anything that you can get with any type of media on it, and and I literally mean news media, uh, the level of hypocrisy that we're seeing right now, predominantly coming from the left, and the news sources and all of them that, I mean, there's just really no other way to say it other than protecting Biden. I think that's just it. And it, it, it really boggles my mind. And I don't understand how people can just be okay with it for, uh, and again, for example, I know hopefully you've listened to our, um, I mean, our show right now is in its infancy in our, our second episode, we talked about how um, we don't necessarily, especially me, I don't like to put labels on anything, and so I'm sorry that I said the left, right? But the the idea that we, as conservatives, as Republicans, want to vote for Donald Trump, it doesn't necessarily have to be because of the man or for the man. It's not for the personality. Yeah, definitely not. But But it's for the... Principles, and I know I don't want to get into the weeds, right? But for everything else behind the scenes, right? Not for the man himself. 
And that's the other thing I'm trying to say is, so again, these people that want to talk so much trash about us and how we can defend Donald Trump or still continue to believe in him or, or just even support him as our president. And yet they literally turn every single blind eye to everything that Biden has not only done in the past, done, said, and now continues to do and say. And, and again, another important point that I saw someone make, um, I don't remember where, right? But it was like, oh, enough with the Hunter Biden stuff. You know, Hunter's not on the ticket. You know, Joe is. And I said, okay, fair enough. So then I never want to hear anything about Junior or Eric or Ivanka or anybody else that's always getting constantly dragged into something just because, you know, they're here, they're there, whatever. I mean, we could talk about all the good kind of things that Kushner, for example, is doing with brokering the peace treaties and all that stuff, but that's that's somewhere else to go to. But again, it, it for me, it's fair to say and fair to ask, what honestly has Joe done in politics the last 47 years, right? Half century, basically. And, and what has Hunter done? And then at least compare it to what Donald's done so far, what Kushner's been able to do, what, I, I mean, again, <sighs> It's just flat out crazy that people are just okay with everything. And again, I'm not, if we've, if you've ever had a conversation with me one-on-one, not even one-on-one, if we've ever been in a, in a group setting, whatever, again, the number one question I always like to ask people when we're going to talk about politics, have you ever voted straight party ticket? That's my first question. And if they say yes, even if it's for Republican, even if it's for, you know, the, the, the big R, little R, whatever you want to call it, I, I don't want to talk politics to you then. Because right. I can already I already know that you're gonna be, you know, well set in your ways, which is fine. I'm I'm not here to change anyone's mind. I'm just here to say I don't understand how you can have one set of standards for one person and a completely totally different set of standards for the other person. It's Operation Human Shield. That makes me think of South Park. <laughs> That's horrible. But yeah, uh, absolutely. The media is running Operation Human Shield for Joe Biden or Operation Drag Him to the Finish Line or Operation Just... Wake Sleepy Joe. Wake Sleepy It's incredible. So let's let's start talking about hypocrisy. Let's, let's bring on specific topics that we wanted to get onto. Russian collusion. Yeah, that, that was... <laughs> That is my first, yeah, thing, my first note written here when we were talking about um, hypocrisy, ru- Russian collusion. Okay, and again, forgive me if I don't get um, all my facts 100% straight. I don't. We'll try to be as accurate as CNN. Yes. So I'm going to take a lot of shots in the dark yeah, here. Exactly. And a lot of opinion, a lot of. Ju- <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this Russian collusion thing, uh, for a. For- <laughs> I um one of the sites that I was uh, visiting earlier. I remember this this individual. He um uh, one of the Facebook sites right that I that I frequent. He um I remember him for the last three you know years. His favorite quote to almost any story that would come up about Trump, and even if it had nothing to do with Russian collusion, but his favorite line was, "Mueller's coming," and that's what he would type in every time. Right, it, uh, the story could be about. 
you know how Iran was doing this and we went and dropped that bomb. Remember this was like 2017 yeah. when we dropped that giant whatever bomb. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, and it would just, Mueller's coming. Mueller's <laughs> coming. And and we were all like, okay. Waiting. We were waiting for it. Uh, yeah, we were waiting for it. And it's 2020 and I'm still waiting for it. Well, you can't wait for it anymore. They've already finished the whole. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. Already. But I'm still waiting for that Russian collusion, <laughs> I guess is what I want to say. That that let, let's go over that right. So, I mean, I don't even know exactly how long it was. The the I know it was well over two years. The investigation, right? All taxpayer funded, mind you, since before twenty sixteen election. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If we want to go even further back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Since yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm telling you too. Every time, God, every time I see that meme or whatever you want to call it, I call them memes, right? <laughs> that uh, that they share that picture of Obama. And they say eight wonderful years of zero scandals, zero. Th- and I'm like, oh my god! I it, I just grit my teeth, and I bear through it, you know, because I have some really dear Every friends. Every presidency has scandals, absolutely. And to claim zero is is ridiculous. Hypocrisy, hypocrisy at its finest. And and some of these people, individuals that are on Facebook that share that are um, an older generation, and they're they're really good friends with my parents, and so. I just keep scrolling because I said I'm not going to, you know, the next thing I know is my parents will start calling me because. Yeah, we got Thanksgiving coming up, so let's get it. That, that too. Yeah, that's peaceful. true. But, um, yeah, the Obama administration was spying on the Trump, you know, campaign, all that stuff before. We could go into that. We could go into the IRS scandal uh, of Obama where they were specifically targeting conservative uh, 501c3s and and um, certain religious organizations, the IRS was. Um, I mean, And again, you know... Yeah, targeting. Straight, yeah. straight up targeting. And, and you can say, oh, Obama didn't you know, order that. It doesn't matter. It happened under his watch. I mean, that's how these things work, right? If we can blame the uh, global pandemic and the fact that we had to shut down, right? I'm using air quotes here. We had to shut down our economy and the crashing of our economy. We can blame that on Trump. Uh, we can blame the IRS scandal. On Obama, and I mean, there's so many other things, but that's again, I'm not, I don't want to get into the, into the, you know, the, the deep, deep weeds here. But again, so yeah, this this Russian collusion investigation, you can say, yeah, even started during the campaign of Trump in 2016, and so yeah, it was even longer than that. But again, all taxpayer funded, all these things that were happening, and and really, it was built on what uh, the Steele dossier. Yep. And we have now come to find out who was behind the Steele dossier, where it was funded, how it was funded, what was actually in it. And you have this giant narrative that was built around this that was being pumped into the news cycles, the media cycles. Everybody was running with it, right? I mean, for the majority. For hundreds and hundreds of days. And and here we are with the Hunter Biden story that's now really starting to crack open and all these details are coming out and nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah, they they won't touch it. Exactly. And so so you had all of these people talking about Russian collusion and Trump and he was uh, you know Putin's puppet and all these things they were saying. The one person that I still can't stand that would talk about it almost on an hourly basis, Adam Schiff. <laughs> The shifty, shifty shift out of uh, California. I mean, I can't tell you. I saw a montage of him put together from clips that he would appear on CNN, and he was always talking about the next bombshell coming out of the Mueller investigation. The next bombshell, 
I'm still waiting for the next bombshell. <laughs> oh, it 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 it's coming. Yeah, but it's not about Trump and his Russian collusion. I know Hillary being court. Oh, at some point, and yeah. she got she got dragged back into that mess. So yeah, well, again, because of all the Steele dossier, yeah, it's, well, yeah, 2016 backfired, and now it's coming full circle again. Let's see what happens. Right, we will wait for that. But again, I'm not going to make any comments. I'll let the I'll let our court systems take care of it. And that's exactly I, I have faith on our system. And that's exactly the the point that I always like to make is that I you know. How can you not call it out? How can you not disavow everything that he's doing or he's done? And I said, well, I'm still waiting for details or facts or, yeah. or you know, stories, narratives to be corroborated some way. I know. I'm, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure she accidentally deleted her emails with acid wash. Accidentally, accidentally hitting, accident. accidentally hitting the hard drives, the phones, all that stuff with yes, the hammer. Yes, it was. You know, not it, it was not, not intentional. We'll have to wait for the details. Yes, I I agree. I accidentally hit that phone 33 times with a hammer. The first 31 were accidental. The last two, yeah, were on purpose. But again, so you have the, the, the left-wing media, the left, again, everybody that doesn't like Trump. You don't have to be left. You can be center. You can be moderate, whatever. But they have this agenda. They all ran with it. And so now we have, you know, this Hunter Biden story. And again, they run with it or they ran with it. Because they were just thoroughly disappointed with the outcome of the election. It was just a way to vent, and then it became a mantra, and then it just became part of the culture, and now we're in the situation we are three and a half years later from the last election. Yeah, I loved how um, Mueller was was so many people's savior, or um, uh, just... He was that person that was going to come just, you know, riding in the white horse, you know, and just take care of everything. And then when he came out and, you know, said his piece, whatever, it was hilarious how he was getting attacked by those same people that, you know, a year earlier were singing his praises. And it's, it was useful for the time because it was, that narrative was built, like you said, and, and everybody, you know, ran with it and it was used to attack Trump or the legitimacy. And I'm actually surprised it didn't come up with more evidence against him, considering the amount of resources that were used for the last three years. I mean, 40 plus million dollars. I, I don't remember the money. Like 40, but yeah, it was something like, like 48 that. million or something like that. And nothing? I know. And so come people, oh, Manafort was this and everybody, you know, oh, so-and-so. Uh, yeah, you all are catching them on charges of money laundering or something that happened 16 years ago or 20 years ago. It didn't even involve Trump. Right. You're catching him on this, which is great. I And I commend them for that, for, for catching those and people doing And he'll pay things. his fines and he'll, you know. Well, yeah, but what did it have to do with the Trump-Russian collusion? It doesn't matter. They just need something to grab onto. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so here we are again. The Hunter Biden laptop scandal. <laughs> and I, I use the word scandal because that's realistically what it should be and people are that are just kind of blindsided don't even want to believe it's real like oh no it's a russian plant the russians made up a laptop and put it into the pawn shop for him and uh they doctored the photos and they come up with like a million weird ways that the russians did it and it's very hard to get rid of the evidence like it the cat is already out of the bag i know but again so now we're going to that Russian collusion thing again, or Russia is yeah, but in this case, interfering. But in this case, 
the evidence is there. Exactly, and that's what I'm trying to say. So there is, there are ways of uh, cooperating this evidence. For example, uh, Hunter Biden's work partners. The, yeah, and that's recent news, right? Yeah, he just came out right before the debate. Remember, he uh, he said his piece right before the debate, how he has all that information on his cell phones, mm-hmm. all those things where they are specifically speaking of uh, percentage. The big man, the percent, big man gets ten yeah, percent. Percentages of money, um, and then you know what roles they're playing as far as um, whether it's just being for, for a meet or for uh, you know time to talk to them, whatever it was. All those breakdowns are there. Did you even see the, the one of the most recent emails that just came out? I think it might have come out actually earlier today. Um, that is specifically, it's coming from Hunter, and it's going out to a couple of people, and it's specifically saying, go to CVS or 7-Eleven or something tomorrow and buy a burner phone, and I'm going to do the same. And we're gonna, and it's outlining like all this stuff you're doing. And I'm like, why would you outline those things so specifically if you were not trying to do something nefarious? Right. I, I, I just, I don't understand how nobody making sure everyone got the proper pro- protocol just in case. Correct. The cat got out of the bag. Exactly. And we're gonna save it on a laptop, and then pawn it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, and that's what that's what a lot of people are saying um, that are trying to defend. Hunter and and trying to debunk the story. Why would Hunter, who lives in California, go drop off his laptops in Washington? And this and that and the person that did see him, I said, okay, because Hunter's never in Washington, D.C., ever? He he never goes to see his father or family or anybody over there? Uh, Because... Never goes goes to China. Never goes to China. Yeah, exactly. Ukraine, and we're not even talking. I haven't even talked about the pictures or the video or all the other stuff that is now coming. And we, out. And we really shouldn't have to. I mean, that, no. that that is his personal stuff. Is a you know, people got demons. Yes, but when the demons are out there exploiting our country and basically selling our country to other con- to other foreign entities, there is a major problem that that should have been caught in the Obama administration. Absolutely. There's no way. They, there's no way they didn't know this was happening. There's no way. Our government is not stupid. I have, like I said, I have faith in our system. It just there's, needs to catch up. No, 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 no. They knew it was happening, and they were okay with it. And that's what well, someone I'm else. Say, I'm not going to say they were okay. all okay with it. I'm just saying you got pressure from well, your from boss, the president. Complacency. You, you, yeah, yeah. Just, you don't. You don't want to get yourself. You know, Epstein. You don't. Yeah, that's not a. Yeah, that's not a, a nice way for everything to end, right? Um, that that was something else that I wanted to talk about. Not Epstein, but um, <laughs> I'm sorry, you threw me off there. <laughs> that name. Um, again, the pictures, the video, all that stuff. As damning as that is for who he is, but the other thing that was brought up that was trying to justify and again because you didn't outright just get them saying no that's not my laptop that's not whatever there was a certain kind of a, a hush almost all of a sudden and a scr- it, it was a scrambled trying yeah. to figure out okay and what are we going to do what what's the, what's the new narrative and how can we make this happen how exactly how are we going to fix this how can we delete this and so someone was saying oh well that happened in 2018 or you know whatever and and i said oh, okay so it was okay because he wasn't the vice president and I can see, you know, maybe them trying to draw a gray area. But all these emails, Hunter's work um, buddies, his partners, 
all this stuff was in 2014, 15, 2016. But even Biden himself is, is on video making jokes that he almost fired an executive because he wasn't allowing his son to get his way. You mean the quid pro Joe? Sure. For Ukraine? Yep. I, that was a good point someone made too that um, I, I love how Donald Trump got impeached by a whistleblower complaint for something that Joe Biden did. I, I just, again, boggles my mind. But it's strange how Trump wears that impeachment badge with honor. Like, it's like, wow, first president to take the impeachment all the way through and still be president and use it now as a, a rally cry. Yeah, I was going to say Bill Clinton. That happened to Bill Clinton, too. But he didn't he, use it as a rally cry. A rally cry. Well, no, because, again, it's kind of hard to use that as a rally cry. And then, you know, tell me that the Democrats have a leg to stand on as far as a moral compass when your president was using a female as a human humidor in the yeah. Oval Office. And so, again, yeah, it's... Hearsay on one side is a scandal, but when you get evidence of things actually happening, as long as it's in the favor of a certain group, they turn a blind eye to it. Which is exactly it. And and then, you know, you flip a coin and they say, well, again, how can you not call out, you know, Trump for being a disgusting uh, human being and, you know, that open mic or locker room talk that he was talking about and, you know, what was it, like 16 years ago where he, you know, I'm rich and I can grab women by the whatever. He said he could grab them by the whatever. He didn't say, I do it. And Exactly. Um, or I've done it talk to trash. And if, if you're going to say you're naive enough that you don't know anybody who talks trash and there are good people that talk trash, uh, locker room talk is what they call it. And like, Oh, guys shouldn't talk like that. You know? And then you go back into that whole, Oh, it's because they're, they're too full of testosterone and yeah. you know, being a, being a straight male, and toxic they start, they, masculinity. Yeah, talk, 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 very toxic. Um, and yeah, you know what? There's, there's probably a little bit to that, you know, that machismo stuff when two guys are getting together, just, you know, just trying to one up each other and then it gets out of control. Um, but he was a he was a personality at this time, um, and he was all about that whole like shock and awe and um, trying to get the ratings right, um, and then to go and take that out of context, um, and then try to say that's that's his character, that's it, right that's, there, that's it. We're yeah. gonna give you these thirty seconds, and that's him in a nutshell. And you're like, well, that's not necessarily the case. Well, no, and that's the thing too. And then and then a lot of people want to say, oh, there's you know so many rape allegations and all these things against Donald Trump. And I said, okay, well, then if we're going to talk about that, let's talk about um, Juanita Broderick with Bill Clinton back in the day. Well, even Biden. I know, but I wanted to go, I wanted right, to go way back. Little, yeah, I want to start with we'll, we'll come back to the. Yeah, I know. Events. Well, it was funny because I was having this conversation with um, a baby boomer who will rename, uh, who will remain nameless. And I, I asked her, what are the, why don't you like uh, 45. And she said, well, I mean, just his character and, and he's had he's had a lot of affairs. I mean, look, he's been married, you know, so many times. And I said, can you name me one president in the last 50 years that has not had an affair or, you know, uh, that there haven't been plenty of stories about that? And I said, you know what? Let's go back to everybody's darling. The last one I know is JFK. And this is way before my time. This is well known, too. Exactly. I mean the Marilyn Monroe stuff. Again, all that. I, I don't want to get into justifying that kind of behavior. I'm I'm not, but what I'm trying to say is when you're trying to you hold can't, up, you can't cherry pick. Exactly, you're trying to hold up somebody as a moral compass. Hypocrisy. Thank you. Going back to our topic for today, 
I just, I don't, I can't, I can't get behind it. And this, this is for me something that I, I will always, I, I don't care if you've got an R next to your name or a D next to your name. I do the best to try to hold everybody to the same standards. And I just can't get around the fact that the people today are so just polarizing or polarized already themselves that they're so the, the lines are drawn and they don't care. Well, Kamala Harris did care. She did. When she was running for president, when she was trying to get the candidacy, she totally cared. She was calling Biden out on all his kind of strange behavior. She that believed. Was, she believed. She was a believer in some of these ladies bringing out the allegations against friendly Joe. The, the Me Too's of Joe Biden. Correct. Um, Donald Trump may have said he grabbed people, but there is... Well, let's talk about... Well, other stuff happening where it wasn't just hearsay, right? And that's what I'm talking about, too. Again, with the hypocrisy, of course. Hypocrisy. That's, that's, we should record that and put it on a button here. <laughs> Brent Kavanaugh. Talk about dragging someone through the deepest darkest mud you could find his family his children all the crap that they put him through and that is the new standard exactly and so believe and again kamala believed dr ford who came out of the woodwork couldn't remember how she got to a party couldn't remember the date of the party named a few friends who could not corroborate the fact that she was there or rather wasn't there or whatever it was. She had no extenuating evidence, nothing. And, and, and history of improprieties as far as storylines and all right. that other stuff, yes. And everybody, every news media outlet, everybody that was against Kavanaugh, of course, believed her. And not just against Kavanaugh, they're just against anybody with an R next to their name. Well, and then male too. It doesn't really matter at this point so for the most part. But yes. And then all of a sudden, when you have a story come out where Joe Biden has a credible, you know, person come out and it had evidence. Witnesses. Witnesses. Statements. Statements that were made. Um, timeline. Timeline. The story or, or the, um, the clip. I'm, I'm totally forgetting her name. What, mother- is, what is her name? The girl, the lady's name, though. It's totally escaping my mind right now. But her mom yeah. calling in. um Talk, talk Larry, room. what's his name? The, the guy that used to come on with the glasses. I can't think of his name. Oh, my gosh. My my brain is fried right now. But they have it. Um, she calls in, and she's even talking about it shortly after it happened. And this is this is in the early 90s, right? Yeah. and Not, not hard to find. You no, no, no. You have all this words. stuff. You have all this evidence. And nobody wanted to believe it because it was against Joe Biden. And all of a sudden, she becomes VP, and she forgot that she was against him. Mm-hmm. So now she doesn't believe because 10% off the top, I guess. I don't know how that worked out. Well, no, I think he gets 10%, so I don't know what he, she's getting. 90? <laughs> Simple math. Yeah, oh, my bad. I, th- I thought the 90 was going to Hunter or, or somebody else. Okay, my fault. So the whole story here, or everything that I, I just want to talk, is just... I don't understand how these blind eyes can be turned or how you can just run with it's Russian interference. Well, there's, I'm not, I'm not going to say there wasn't Russian interference. That's obvious. 
but there's always going to be foreign interference. They're going to try to do as much interference as they can because, of course, their country has a motive. They want to have as much control or at least as much influence as they can because they know the U.S. has a lot of power. Um, so, how, can I ask you this? The United States has never oh, meddled oh, in that's any... That, well, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's part of the game. We've meddled you know? in a lot of elections. But it's part of the game. We've but overthrown to blame governments. It, to blame it on him, like he like they're telling us that he's an idiot, that he's stupid, but... A mastermind. Exactly. And then you, can't, you can't have it both yeah. ways. Well, they can. Okay. They can because that's they're used to that. It's the paradigm they choose to build. And and that's, I just, I don't understand how people can sit there. I'm just there. saying a Big Mac that doesn't have the special sauce is not a Big Mac. <laughs> okay. I can't. I had nothing to come back with that. So thank you. Yeah. No, no, no. I totally agree. I, I You can't play games with these people who are constantly changing the rules or or the um the way they like to put it is the shifting goalpost right right it's constantly moving you cannot sit there and try to play these games for example right now too chuck schumer what is he saying to the fbi um you shouldn't in, in, in investigate you know the hunter biden the biden story until after the election well what does it matter if Joe wins and then they investigate and they still find stuff, are they going to impeach him? I know. That's so or they with, just with actual evidence? I don't know how that works. Does that is that how it works? Impeachment well, with actual evidence? Well, no, I don't think it works that way because I think you have to have no evidence to get impeached. That would be the precedent that's, that's, the pre- that's been yeah, set that's, up. That's, so he should be fine. Yeah. He's okay. Well, I mean, there is the there is the evidence that he hurt a lot of feelings, I believe. Mm, I think that's the one that matters. Donald Trump, yeah. He hurt my feelings. And we're going to impeach him on something that Joe Biden did <laughs> with Ukraine. Not what he did, but with what Joe and did. Hypocrisy. <laughs> we really do need to record that and use that as a hot, as our hot button. button here. Yep. I'll make that one the red one on the top. All right, guys. I mean, we can go on and on. I can find I can find hypocrisy on both sides. But what what is really my point is just what's happening right now. And, and how it is that they are choosing to use certain aspects and certain stories and then how they're choosing to use the media as a club that they're going to just, you know, use to pound a certain person into the ground. or to- and, and they're being very effective. I got to give it to them. I mean, they're, they're playing that game hard. And uh, chances are, you know, I'm going to give them more than a 50% shot here. But uh, I think what if they have had Hillary like an 89% chance of winning yeah. Right, the week before the election, she was ninety. Yeah, 90. she was like eighty nine uh, from the New York Times or something. Like that. It was, I think it was eighty nine percent. So, we, so we rounded it to nine. We just kept saying ninety. I mean, what's one point at that? At the you know, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's only taking twenty percent. Come on. Well, I mean, in all honesty, I think it was over. I think, and yeah. don't quote me, but I want to say a out. week out, she was at ninety six percent chance of winning. Conservative. Oh, there's that term again. Mm. The whole other aspect too that that we could talk about, and I think I'll save it for another show is the the way big tech right now is choosing to suppress the Hunter Biden stories and then lock out certain people, certain companies, certain things whenever you just mention even a hashtag and and but yet they will literally let or let these Russian collusion stories run for years on end to build that narrative but they're just you know, putting their big thumb and, on And everybody. you can test it out. Go on Facebook, go look at a couple of memes, flag the ones you know that are false on the left, 
uh, or the left leaning um, and flag the ones on the right that are right leaning and see which ones actually get blocked and which ones they, they give you a little message reply that says something to the effect of, I'm sorry, you're uncomfortable with this, but uh, you can choose to block them. Yeah. That's your, that's your only uh, line of recourse basically. Right. And it, it's like, okay, so who's checking this? Who, who are the fact checkers? Who, who are the third party fact checkers? And then you go back and look at it and then you look at how many of the leftist, the left type stories are being, blocked off and how much of the right side stories are being blocked off and it's overwhelming i don't know 89 percent. i'm not the random number i'll be cnn 89 percent. yeah let's just throw throw it out there and do that <laughs> throw it out um, just as accurate so real quick i did want to talk about also uh john ratcliffe he's the director of national intelligence he specifically already stated that the hunter biden laptop is not part of any type of russian disinformation campaign but Major media outlets that are left leaning, CNN, MSNBC, although that, that's that's the narrative it's, they've it's chosen to run plan. with. It's a Russian plan. Adam Schiff was already talking about it the other day during the uh, ACB trial or, or rather um, hearing, God confirmation bless, hearings. God bless her, man. Yeah, we can talk about her later. Um, he was already talking about that, spouting off how it's you know Russian information or Russian you know disinformation, and I said, how is any of that even okay? I, I, and then the only other thing I want to talk about is, so we're, like I said, I think I said at the beginning, we're nine days out, right? Something like that. Yep. And how Joe Biden has basically already said, I'm calling it quits as far as being out in. It got real hot real quick. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Back so, to the basement. Exactly. So, but we were trying to talk about why. And I think. I, I literally just think that he's doing this because the the heat with this Hunter Biden laptop and all this other stuff is just incredible now, and and they don't know what to do. So um, when it hit, when it came out this week on uh, on the debate, it was obvious he was very uncomfortable. Yeah. So Thomas uh, Kaplan here put on uh, Twitter. It said, "With nine days until election day, Biden has no in person events today." And his campaign has called a lid per pooler. Katie Glulick. She, so she's a pooler that uh, works with the Biden campaign, and they're calling a lid. What exactly um, does that mean? I guess that they're not going to do anything nine days out. Uh, but my question pooler, is... Pooler, someone who plays with the polls? Yeah, pooler. Got yeah. it. They, they pull. Pooler. Answers, got it. <laughs> not a polar, but a pooler. No, but they dance with the polls, right? Yes. Yeah. Play with the numbers and stuff. But that's so how is he is he just going to hide it out ride the wave hopefully he he wins and and doesn't have to answer any more questions Well I think that's his best um best defense of, that's the best defense at this point I mean they've got enough they've got enough of a of a of a tsunami happening they believe Again they're they're they're, they're saying they're back in the 80s Well yeah it's scary I mean to me it scares me I was talking about um the, the whole thing, the way it's working, and and if if the the Dems retain the House, and then if they're able to get the Senate, and then if they're able to get the White House, you know, ACB and the Supreme Court is going to be the only thing we have out of the three branches. Hey, man, I'm just going to say, come on, man, I'm going to get a job 
working night security or flipping burgers because hey, fifteen bucks an hour ain't no nothing to laugh well, at. Well, uh, exactly. Right, nothing to laugh at. Fifteen bucks an hour is nothing to laugh at, man. No, I know. I'll go. It makes no sense. Maybe if you're in in New York or Los Angeles, fifteen bucks seems very minimal, but that's because their economy has created that situation. You can't let New York fundamentally control or California for that matter. You can't let two states mainly control the dynamic of the rest of the country. Well, it doesn't make it, it wouldn't make what makes sense over there doesn't make sense here. Right. There's a reason why each state has a little bit of sovereignty. It's the United States. It's 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 not socialist America. We no, have we're representatives. A dem- we're a democratic republic. We have representatives to represent our interests per state. And that's the way it was founded, and that's the way it should remain. And then there's also that topic, well, it's all about the popular vote. <sighs> no, it can't be. It can't be about the popular vote. There's a lot of hypocrisy in that, too. So what you're saying is, well, then you know what? Nobody in any other state but California and New York should vote because it doesn't matter anyway. Well, and then Texas to a certain extent because we have, I think Texas, New York, and then California are the three highest. Yeah, but if New York and California, well, they'll they'll be the same. Exactly. The, yeah. So we're back to the square one. Yeah. So that that can be a whole other thing where we can break down electoral college, all that stuff. But that's specifically why it was written by the founding fathers because they did not want mob rule basically to you know be able to run the country that's not what it was about and so that is the way we take care of that middle america the way we take care of everything else other than these you know giant cities that are you know magnets for that kind of groupthink and it's, and again if you want if, if people choose to live in the city and they like city life great but they shouldn't dictate how people in the, middle the rest of the, of the country, country yeah, yeah, the rest of the country, the rest of the country have what? to go and pay for your lifestyle. Yeah. And you're literally looking at the extreme end. So the two coasts, right. And, and it's like, they forget about everything in the middle, everybody else. It, and that is, that's a good point. Why should we have to be paying for their lifestyle? No, I get it. Well, okay. I think we're, um, like I said, we could go on forever and talk about <laughs> all different kinds of levels of hypocrisy. And I think we did start a few points and then maybe didn't even make them because now I remember talking about JFK, but I wanted to talk about LBJ. I want to talk a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of people, but... Another time. Yes, another time. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to us. And uh, just uh, make sure you keep liking us. Okay. Brian's holding up his finger. Hypocrisy. Thank you. I do need to record <laughs> that and use that. And uh, as go far vote. as as far as I know, yes, please go vote. If you I don't care voted. who you vote for at this point, just just go out there and vote so we can have the, that you're alive or you're not. Go vote anyway. Yeah, you know, I mean, send your send your cousin to vote for you. However, it works. Whoever, I, I, I doubt they're checking IDs at this point. <laughs> um, it was funny now that you say that. So when I did go uh, mail in a couple to different states, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how it works. Does anymore. it work? I'm not sure how does it works. It work anyway. They'll just put it in the trash anyway. My wife, yeah, my wife and I went to go early vote first day it opened, um, and we went in and we went separately. Well, we were in the same car, but we went separately because our son was asleep in the car. And so I'm showing my ID, and the the lady there goes, "Are we still here at this address?" And I said, uh, "We no, I am. You're not." <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, don't take my vote." I didn't, I yeah, are you recording this? Or are you saying we as in uh, you're, uh, <laughs> I, hey, I see what you're doing? What did you? <laughs> what are you trying to say, lady? 
All right, guys. It's Freedom Speak, and as far as I know, we are available on um, in iTunes or, or the podcasts on Apple. We're on Spotify now as well. We're here also on Anchor that is actually owned by Spotify. Just uh, anywhere you can find us, and make sure you please, if you can, give us a uh, thumbs up, uh, a good review, whatever it is. I don't or know how. Like whatever. I, yeah, I don't care. Your comment. I mean, I, what I mean is I don't care is that I, I just want you engaged, whether you like me or you don't. Amen. That's a different story. But if you want to be engaged in our discussions, and that would uh, really help us out. All right. Thank you so much. God bless.